Hello, and welcome to Arms of the Tide. I'm Quinn Welsh Wilson, facilitator. This week, we begin our show in earnest with The Blame Game, Episode 1. I hope you're ready because it's going to be an exciting and interesting time. But before we get all the way into the show, I wanted to give you a quick rundown of how the systems in Mutants in the Night work, as well as a little information on exactly how our characters find themselves where they are at the start of the episode. Mutants in the Night is a Forged in the Dark game. In Forged in the Dark games, rolls are made with six-sided dice. Often, a skill will be called upon, and the player rolls the rating of that skill in six-sided dice. The highest number rolled is selected and compared to a chart of results in order to determine what happens. A 1 to a 3 is usually a failure of some sort, or something which significantly complicates a situation. A 4 or a 5 is a mixed success, meaning, while in some regards success is achieved, other complicating factors enter the fray and make things more difficult for the player characters. On a 6, things go as expected. If the player happens to roll two sixes. In that case, they have rolled a critical, in which case, in addition to their action succeeding, they gain some form of additional benefit. Those are the basics of the rules, and as more cases come up for them in the show, we'll do our best to make sure to explain them. Now, Arms of the Tide is a standalone podcast, and if you started here or at our episode zero, you should be well grounded in what's happening in the show. You don't need to listen to anything else to understand what's happening. However, if you're looking at our feed in iTunes, you might see that there are some episodes called Icker and Breath. Those Icker and Breath episodes serve as something of a soft pilot for the show, introducing some of the concepts and events that serve as the backbone for the show to come. I'm going to summarize quickly what happened in those episodes so that if there's any reference to something that has occurred before, you can understand what they mean by that. By all means, I welcome you to go and listen to those episodes. They use Fantasy Flight Games' Genesis system instead of Mutants in the Night, but the tone and setting remain as they are, in Arms of the Tide. A number of months ago, Local 134, Cleo, and Philly Akebia accepted a job from a contact at Ka Technologics by the name of Iomuo. They were asked to track down a missing shipment of metal, which had come into the city, but had never made it to its final destination at Ka Technologics. Over the course of this investigation, the players met Chaloon, a driver with a resistance group, and his boss, a former Ka Technologics employee by the name of Ashun, and his bodyguard, Wari. After having conversation with Ashun, the group's priorities changed. They met with a contact of Ashun by the name of Triscad, a robot who worked on the inside of Ka Technologics, who was able to turn over security codes to them so that they could access a secret Ka Technologics database in the Lodestone, the largest tower in all of the city of Ao, and Ka Technologics corporate headquarters. The data retrieved from this job revealed that Ka Technologics was well aware that the increased rate of mining for metals to power the city was in fact harming the overall planet's ability to sustain life, and that Ka Technologics was not only comfortable with this, but in some ways found this to be a preferred state of things, using this as a potential cover for the revocation of the rights of robots in the city of Ao. Having completed the job, and learned what lie in the data, Local and Cleo decided to join Ashun, 
and the arms of the tide, and begin working as revolutionaries against cotechnologics. Philly, a doctor, returned to their job at the clinic that they worked at. Since that time, another figure, Lyons, has joined the arms of the tide, and begun to work with Cleo and Local. It is several months after Lyons has come to join the arms of the tide that we begin our story. I hope that you enjoy it. I'm Chanel and I'm playing Cleo. I'm Joe and I'm playing Lyons. I'm John and I am playing Local. Months after a fortuitous job and a change in employment, Cleo, Local 134, and Lyons found themselves congregating early one morning at the headquarters of the Arms of the Tide. They did not yet know it, but on this morning, something was going to transpire. Something was going to begin, the likes of which might change the face of the entirety of the city of Ao. It is early morning. The pre-dawn gray sweeps across a large plain, blanketed in clouds. A camera sweeps across these plains until, with the sun rising in the distance, a single massive metallic spire pierces the bank of clouds along this plain. This is the Lodestone, the largest building in the massive city of Ao. The camera centers on the Lodestone and begins to cruise down its length. And alongside the many glassed windows is finely carved and etched metal. We break through the cloud line, and beneath it, the city of Ao spreads out, dug into an artificial valley in this plain, burrowing down, 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 perhaps miles, is a massive, massive city covered in this finely detailed metal. Several cars drive along these magnetized freeways. Though they have no wheels, they are floating vessels. Music blasts from some of these cars, and areas of the city seem to be rich with condensation from the morning dew, sending rivulets down into the streets below. We zoom into a neighborhood at one of the deeper levels of the city. There's exposed rock along the far walls, and many people who walk these streets have metallic limbs, most of which creak with rust as they move. A scant few have enormous metallic piercings driven through their skin. The piercings look painful, but mercifully appear not to creak and decay with the same rust that the metallic limbs do. This is the Crags District, and in the last several months, the three of you have made the Crags District something of a home. You're working with a group known as the Arm of the Tides, a group who resists Ka Technologics, who rules over most of this the city of Ao, and their various schemes to maintain power and to dispossess the powerless. 
you have allied yourselves with a member of the Arms of the Tide, a scientist, formerly of Ka Technologics, by the name of Ashun. You did a mission for Ashun a number of months back, where you retrieved some sensitive data. He has since spent much of his time trawling through and decoding this data, and has offered you his secret base of operations as something of a place to coordinate jobs and to lie low while the heat dies down. It is here where we see you, in a room in the hideout. I'm curious, what does this room look like? And then I would love to hear what your human names are, what your character names are, and what your characters are doing in the hideout at this particular point in time. It's like a large room that is made out of the darkest gray of concrete that has these lines that seem like they have a purpose to them and when they constructed the room, but as to why they're in there, they don't really do anything for them. They're kind of just there for design, but it makes the room feel much colder. It also makes it feel slightly calming because all the lines match up perfectly. If someone were to look at the spaces in between them, they are exactly equal. There's a few red lights around the top. They kind of look like a light that you would see on a ship, as if maybe at some point this room held water or was used for certain reasons where they would need drains at the bottom and those were the kind of lights that would still be on underwater. And um, that's all I have for this room. The decoration is sparse, but feels very much like it's less decoration and more just what they happened to have around. There are boxes of various flyers and information that they've had. There's just bits of equipment lying around, things that either needs to be fixed or needs to be set up with something else looking to be built. So it's sort of haphazard. Any places to sit would be like old couches, creaky chairs. There's not a lot going on here. Okay. In one of the corners of the room, some of the detritus that serves as decoration in here is actually a movie theater standee set display from the recent box office flop. A critical darling already, but a flop commercially. Flash Drive 3, a broad robot stands with two pistols, and there is a cat with a cybernetic eye sort of leaping up to its side and an angry dog cross-armed looking back doing essentially the classic McConaughey lean. So the room is a little dusty smelling because of all the old pamphlets and stuff that they have and it's also like a little rusty smelling but rather than it having like the feel of like oh this is so dirty it just it kind of feels very nostalgic it almost feels like you walked into a place filled with your favorite books and knickknacks and stuff like when you open up a box of your childhood and you're like what the fuck is this stork ink sent my parents uh you're gonna receive a child letter what is this nonsense it's that kind of thing Mm-hmm. And let's get a taste of those characters. Cleo is sitting in one of the corners of the room looking at the Flash Drive 3 poster, kind of just eyeing it. My name is Chanel. I am voicing Cleo. Cleo is a human girl. She has 
dark brown skin and she has wild curly brown hair, brown eyes that are very round and a bright smile. Uh, She looks pretty ordinary, but to other people, she would look like a familiar face where people feel like they can trust her or feel like they could tell her things. Not that she is a little off-putting at all. She seems very ordinary. And she wears mainly black. She has a jacket on that kind of has a cow neck to it and black pants and black boots that can withstand any kind of weather, hail or rain. And she has a lot of pockets in her clothes because she doesn't like carrying a bag just in case she needs to whip out her guns. It might get in the way, but sometimes she does feel like she wants to carry a bag to put her gun in a bag because it deserves a nice place to be. That's about it. All right, she wears the guns on her hips. No, she doesn't actually. No, yes, yeah, she does. Uh, you she's can say got no. no. She's got those little holster things that kind of strap to her thighs, kind of like in Tomb Raider. You mean thigh holsters? Sure. And uh, she sometimes Sounds fake, but go on. <laughs> she sometimes does wear the ones that like the old fashioned detectives use that go over the shoulders, kind of like a harness. But she has a ring on every finger. Uh, question about those rings? Sure. Are those rings magitechnological rings? Do each of them have or a different are they power? Deck- Uh, Are you the Mandarin from Marvel? They're actually decorative. They are passed down in her family, so they hold more of a personal purpose of who she is and where she came from. Uh, She does have, I think we said, an eyebrow piercing that kind of is actually a piece of technology that helps her see at night and it helps her for aiming. Kind of comes down like a little square, uh, if any of you are familiar with Cookie from Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. And it's kind of like a little computer, but it just helps her in certain situations. Perfect. And just staring there at that Flash Drive 3 poster. Yep. Standy. Mm-hmm. She's waiting for when she's needed. She likes to veg out. Yeah. The middle distance is her favorite distance. Yes. Perfect. Who next? I am John. I'll be playing local so local is not sitting anywhere he's over by one of the workbenches that they have set up with a bunch of the various metal limbs that they have been trying to work to restore for people local isn't the most amazing mechanic but he knows rudimentary things and so when he's in the hideout and has nothing better to do he'll usually help tinker on there whether it's getting the rust off or you know tightening bolts or whatever needs to be done and local is a very large robot he looks the closest analog would be the iron giant but He's very bulky. The way he was put together is like chunky rivets in there. Uh, He has sort of a barrel chest middle with the more almost looks like girders for arms and legs. So, yeah, local is a friendly and... Uh, especially towards animals, very kind. He has an apartment full of cats that he likes to keep, and occasionally one will 
sneak into his chest cavity and just fall asleep and he very rarely remembers to check that out i'm joe and i am playing lions and they are a spark dandy which is a type of m guy the m guy are one of the races in the world and they are sapient purple plants a spark dandy is a wolf like plant that is also a dandelion except the seed heads of it have match-like properties and that is where the spark comes from because they can trigger fires uh, sometimes unintentionally usually intentionally the flower heads um, or like the small little florets on lions are kind of like light blue with a little bit of gray they have that lavender gray that some people who are really awesome dye their hair uh, as their legs and their legs that are that grayish lavender color lead out into little three-pronged paws, the left front of which is metal to work with the metal interface in AO. And Lions is wearing one of those, it's basically like a dog harness around their torso as dogs wear the harnesses and it's their little backpack carry around thing and it also has metal to again help them interface with the technology in AO and then Lions' pronouns are she they. Perfect. So there's another person in this room with you today. This person is Chaloon and he is a driver and a general ally slash operative for the Arm of the Tides and Chaloon is a, a pretty reedy, thin man with dark skin, and he is laying uh, on the floor next to a wall. His legs are on the wall, sort of tapping intermittently, and he has a sheet of thin metal held up above his head where there's a pool of basically metal sand, which is pooling up and creating images as he's basically just goofing off on his phone, like tapping the walls. Hey, so it's been a minute since I've seen you guys. What what was the last gig that you ran? I, I've heard a lot of people talking about that, but like I kind of wanted to hear the story from you. It's a great question. He does not look from his phone while he does this asking. <laughs> Local, I know you love to tell the story. Oh, I love it when Local tells this story and Lions actually scampers on over and skids to a stop in front of Local and pops a squat, wagging their tail expectantly like a dog about to receive a treat. Local puts the arm that he was working on back down on the table and turns around. We were trying to take a shipment that was coming in for car. We stopped it coming in. Yeah. We stopped it so good. It and good. the best part was... We only killed three people. Yes, and... That we succeeded was the best part. No, you forgot to tell them all about our car chase. Yeah, I heard that there was uh, a few runaway Rakoros involved in that one, huh? Yeah, um, I actually drove and Local mounted his arm off the side of the car and just unleashed a fury. Not in the Rokoros, though. <laughs> No. No, I would never harm a Rokoro. No. Who would? That probably someone, but not us. No. Car technologics. I bet they would. Experiments upon them. Lions just shakes their head. Still, though, it was nice to accomplish a goal, even if 
complications arose. Not every mission is as successful. But we are good. You certainly seem to have a better average than I do. You don't have Cleo as your driver. And she well, bobs her head from side to side <laughs> and mimics with her putting her two hands in front like she is driving. You know, we haven't talked in a minute. Yeah. But you do know that driving's like my thing. That's like my I know, but my like, standout quality, right? Why did you why did you go right I know right for the core of my identity? It's, it's just because when you're gone, we needed a driver and you make it look so cool. I just ended up being really good at it. Well, you don't drive like Cleo drives. You drive according to the laws of the road, which is very good. You are a safe driver. If I was driving with all of my cousins in town, you are the driver I would want. If I was driving away from Contactnologics, Cleo is the driver I would want. It's just I have a fight or flight constantly when I'm driving. And it's always flight. Or fight with my car. If I were made of flesh, I would feel very safe in your presence. And local puts a big metal hand down on Chloon's shoulder. At which point he drops the phone and it slaps on his face. But I am a very good, uh, dangerous driver. Yeah, I get it. You're you're like the high-flying stunt driver type. Yeah. That's fine. I don't think that fight or flight thing is maybe like healthy that sounds pretty bad if you every time you're sitting in the the front of your vehicle there's a creaking noise as locals head is just nodding unfortunately it's just the environment i was raised how many cars have you totaled one one yeah just just one i'm good at what i do and and quite frankly that wasn't cleo's fault from what i hear yeah it actually wasn't. Are you counting cars that you totaled that you were in or cars that you have caused other people to total? Those so don't count. That, yeah, that's, I'm only counting cars that I was driving that have been totaled. Oh, only okay. Only one. I don't everyone, care about the other ones. Yeah, everyone knows that that's a rule. If you're counting cars that you've totaled, it is only cars that you were driving while they were totaled. Like, I have not totaled any car because I've only driven three cars and I didn't crash any of them. <laughs> I have not driven a car. But I have personally totaled a few. A few. Keeping it mysterious. I'm sure at some point we'll hear about those incidences. Oh, probably. In lavish detail, like that recounting of your last mission. One time, I hit a car very hard. Yeah. At which point, the door to the room slides open. I am presuming it's sort of a semi-futuristic, pressurized door sort of situation. So it hisses as it slides open. And... A towering figure enters through the door, an M. Guy who you've worked with before. Her name is Wari. And while Lyons has a lupine shape, Wari is more humanoid. She has a frame that appears to be knit out of vines running underneath a rough, barky substance. Her hair is a mess of petals cropped somewhat short that hangs over her forehead and she keeps at her side at all times a pretty enormous metal hammer. She, as you know, used to make a living as a bodyguard out in the wilds between the cities. She is also, as far as you can tell, Ashun's second-in-command. And as Ashun has been getting deeper and deeper into researching the data that you collected for him, she has been your point of contact more frequently than not. Cleo and Wari actually have a secret handshake that they do with each other every time they meet up. 
I can't tell you what it looks like because it's a secret. Sensor bars appear on the screen <laughs> as they perform the handshake. Right. Just one giant sensor bar and a bleep to go along with it. Because why not? You can't hear how many slaps are in it. So uh-huh. You can't hear the code phrase. The activation phrase. It's nice to see you all. It's bright and early. And I have some news. You might want to sit down to hear this. Well, I guess local might want to sit down to hear this. But local's also not the startling type. Local shrugs. <laughs> I'm already sitting. So, there's uh, rumors that there's an upcoming meeting that we'd like for you to get some information on between the Chief of Operations at Advanced Placements, Anatoly Favali, and a contact with the Scrapped. Lions, you're somewhat new to the city, right? Yeah. Are you familiar with the Scrapped? You know, you said scrapped, and this whole time I thought that they were the scrat, and so no, no, I am not. Scoo-rat? I mean, I, I've never seen it written, and so I wasn't really sure how it was spelled, okay. and I just kept thinking, like, yeah, it was the scrat, not the scrapped. So, yeah, if you could elaborate, that would be great. The scrapped are a group of people in the city, many of whom sold parts of their body or traded them in for cybernetic replacements in order to work for Technologics, meet the demands of their labor. And as technology advanced, better models became available. The robotic workforce increased in size. Well, they were phased out. Most of them haven't had adequate medical attention for their limbs in a number of years, so they sport rusted, painful limbs. But the important thing about the scrapped is that they're defined by what I think is a misplaced anger. They're not mad at Ka for treating them disposably. They're mad at the robots who have begun taking some of their work from them. At least that's the way they see it. So a meeting between someone like Advanced Placements and a representative from the Scrapped, that's not great. I do not like the sound of that. It's like that sensation of, uh... Something sounding like it's tapping at your window, but really it's just the wind and you're worried that you're going to open up the window and there's going to be a face and it's going to go, bah! So I think we should look into it. That's a very specific worry you have. Well, I mean, I've seen some of those movie pictures like Flash Drive 3. We have different ones in my town, though. Are they about faces in windows? I mean, some of them. Some of them are about the giant moths in windows. Ooh. Uh. I like moths. Moths are cool. Oh no, moths are great, as long as they're not trying to eat you. Yeah. So, anyway, the Arm of the Tides will pay you handsomely if you can intercept or at least surveil this meeting. We're not quite sure yet where it is. We've only heard rumors that it is happening. So, we'd need you to find the, the time and location. And then, if you can either disrupt the meeting, or if you can sit in silently on it and gather the information, we would be grateful well, when it comes to investigating, there's nobody better than Cleo. And Lion's tail wags along the floor like a dog does when it's excited, except it's a little bit more patient than that. Oh, I'm up for some investigating. Perfect, perfect. You probably don't need me to tell you, but I guess I'll reiterate. If it's a meeting taking place between advanced placements and the scrapped, well, if you have any contacts in either of those places, that's probably a strong place to start looking. Yeah, I have some of them that come into the clinics that I work at from time to time. I have several people at advanced placements that do not like me. That's not what we're looking for. Yeah, I figured that they would be of interest to you on account of that local... Yep. Yes. Local, why don't you be the getaway driver? 
just in case. Oh, fucking hell. I'm sorry. I just, he, it, we might need you inside. No, it's fine. You know, worry. This isn't a job for me, is it? No one, unfortunately. It's not. Next time there's a shipment that we need you to drive the last leg of, though. Yeah, yeah, whatever. And he goes back to beeping on the phone. Chaloon. It's just that you're an endurance driver. If we needed to drive for a really, really long time, like in a race. Road trip. Yeah. You know, Mari, just around the city a million Wadi times. Wadi just said that if I need to drive the last leg yeah. of a handoff. You know, there's a thing about driving in AO. It's only one city. If you try to drive out the limits, your car breaks down. Hey, buddy. You, you can't drive a bearded tortoise? I appreciate that you're trying to flatter me, but really, that you have to reach so hard stings. It's really hard to say nice things about someone that you just work with sometimes. It's fine. I'd rather you didn't try. Oh, fine. Well, you you suck at driving. Be better. Cleo, where do you want to inspect first? Well, maybe the next time someone comes in to the clinic, or if there's anyone there now, I'll just ask them a few questions, you know, as an undercover nurse. Or detective, as a yeah. nurse. You're, yeah. not, you're not, no. Oh, all right. I'm going to leave you to the planning. It seems like maybe I'm not needed in the situation anymore. Thanks, Ori. We'll let you know if we need anything. All right, type. And she steps out of the door backwards, doing double peace signs. That's my girl. Love her to death. Yeah, no matter how much you love Ori, though, you are, you're not impersonating any form of medical professional or... Oh, it would be so easy. Just slap a hat on me and some scrubbies, and I'll just go in and ask a few questions while they're, you know... Oh, yeah. The popped famous up on nurse's hat. They didn't describe what kind of hat. Just a hat. Local huh? picks up the arm that he was looking on and looks over at Cleo. Perhaps you would have better luck with one of the scrapped. I don't need another arm, though. Why? Why are you the cell that everybody looks up to? We get stuff done somehow every time. I just, I don't under... We'll get there. Thank you, local, but... These ones are fine. And she puts her hands up. No, you should go talk to them. Maybe... Ah, I'll bring the arm with me so they know I'm an insider. Or maybe pretend to have a replaced limb. Oh, okay. Then they would trust you more. Okay. I I see what you're saying. And I'm for it. Or maybe, and Lions raises their left paw, which is made out of metal. We could go in with both ideas and just talk, you know, very cash. Very yes, cash maybe you, any points to Lions, could go talk to the scrapped and you could be a medical professional. Yes, that sounds great. But I'll be playing undercover as a medical professional. Lions just stares at local, almost like he just took away, like, a dog's ball, and it's just like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> so it's settled. We go talk to the Scrapped. All right. Which one of you has a contact with the Scrapped, and what's their general vibe? What's their deal? Cleo has someone that she actually helped investigate some missing parts for that she has worked with. Their name was Vance. With an F. Fance. So what happened was Fance came in in a just uh, state of devastation because their middle finger had disappeared. And it was very important to Fance that they have their middle finger just because 
they used it so often that at one point at a bar, they actually had it swiped from them when they were in a fight with a M guy. And they came to me because they had some uh, location GPS on it and they needed my help to track it down and get it from the person who stole it. I retrieved the middle finger and gave it back to them. It was a little scuffed up, but they were thankful in the end. Fancy is a human then? Yes, with a missing middle finger. Recovered, yeah. Yes. Lost, recovered. Mm-hmm. I have a great Signed, rate. sealed, delivered. I'm yours. I have a great rate. I would love if you would give me a consort role. Sure. It's one. If I have none. If you have none, it's two two and you take the lowest. That's a two. You were acting from a controlled position, so it wasn't particularly risky. But on a one to three, you falter. You press on by seizing a risky opportunity or withdraw and try a different approach. So are you going to press on with fans or are you going to try a different thing? And based on that, we'll frame how the scene goes. I'd like to press on and perhaps sway or command them. So how is it that you get into contact with fans? Is it a a phone call? Do you send them a message? Do you just like roll up to a a usual spot? She sends a call. Um, She does have fans' information from their last contact, which was probably about three months ago. So it was semi-recent. She does a lot of jobs in between the jobs that she does for Oshun. Um, Ashun. So in between then, she does try to keep her business going. And that was one of the ones that she did in between three months ago. And um, she just calls him up. Beep, beep, beep. Telling fans. Hello. Hey, fans. It's Cleo. Oh, yeah. Hey. Uh, I thought, were you only supposed to use this phone number for business reasons? Uh, well, yes. And about that, since you are, you know, working with the Scrapped, I was actually wondering if I might be able to meet with them myself. And I knew that, you know, you're familiar with the group. I actually have a friend who is in a similar position as everyone and they wanted me to go with them to meet with some of the scrapped, actually. Well, you know, we don't have a formal organization. You know, it's right, but it's sort of a know. general name for a sort of political movement. Right. Well, you know, every movement needs their movers. <laughs> well, I, yeah, we, well, look, I know some of the movers. Don't get me wrong. Right. I right. just don't want you to mistake this for something. No, I know it's like, not like a meeting you know, or anything. we're more of an intellectual dark web right right no 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 i totally understand that and we're all for it i mean we want to be a part of it uh and to be honest we just want to hear what y'all have to say okay well let me check in with you let me be real i can maybe, maybe i can set up a meeting maybe i can do that you know I, I got some friends and maybe i know some things but i'm gonna need you to prove to me how real you are you know if you say you, you say that you're into this stuff yeah yeah. Why do you want to see like some metal appendages or something? I've got them. I don't need any more. Thank you. You don't for want to see them. somebody else's though. I mean, I know like could Look, get a few pictures. As much as I might appreciate that. No, yeah. This is about the scrapped, not about digits. Okay, okay. So the intellectual dark web has uh, fed to me some information that you sometimes make the company. Of a uh, of a scrap heap. You know, in my time, I do work with robots every now and then. But, you know, it's just AO, man. It's just part of AO. But let me tell you, you know, change my mind. Change your mind? 
I'm asking you to change my mind because it looks to me like, like you're a sympathizer. Oh, oh, I thought you meant something else. Sorry. I mean... And when I say a sympathizer, I mean someone... No, you know... Who sympathizes with Robots them. can go to hell for all I care. Okay, all right. I can set up the meeting, but I swear if that bozo is with you... No. There'll be hell to pay. No, I couldn't stand to have him around any longer than he needs to be, so, you know. I'm already thinking about it. All right, meet me at the Copperfield Park. Nice. Beep. Oh my god. Lions, it worked! I am so sorry you had to hear that. I don't mean yeah, any of the, that. The I camera, don't like, mean... pans over to local in the passenger seat, just... And she rushes over and runs into local with a giant hollow thunk, giving him a hug. She knows that he can't feel it, but I believe he understands the gesture. Oh, he feels it. Okay. Lions, we need to go to the park. I didn't write down what park it was, but we need to go to the park. Copperfield. It is Copperfield. David Copperfield Park. So you roll up to Copperfield Park, which is a park with a rusty kind of color. Instead of grass, there's actually a almost glitter-like substance that coats the grounds. Uh, It is dot metal, and it's not actually glitter. It just sometimes when the sun happens to be in AO catches it, and it looks almost like beautiful copper dust is coating the park grounds. And there's a handful of folks here with Fance. And Fance, sort of a a surly-looking person. They have certainly metal arms, and there's like a brace for the arms that is installed in the back with sort of big hydraulic jacks. And their arms are generally oversized. But I gotta tell you, those middle fingers are e enormous. It's like a big foam finger from from a sports game but metal a big metal finger god damn it i'm a sports game (laughs) they see you coming and they pop the middle fingers and start waving you down cleo does the same and just puts them in a circle there's a group of uh four other members of the scrapped three doves and an m guy all with various metal limbs covered in rust so is local staying back out at the car local is nowhere in sight not even close no he might be back at home local's on top of a building somewhere nearby so he can superhero jump down and save the day okay he could be close by but not that close by cleo would not at all jeopardize local being too close to this group i'm in a i'm in a building near enough that i can watch out a window sure but I'm basically just a face in that window to them. Okay. Mm-hmm. And is Lions with you? Yes. Right. I figured I was the friend. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I was just confirming. And the well-worn face of Fance brightens up. All right. I see that you brought your your friend with you. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You said that you were down on your luck or, or what's the deal? We're just, you know, tired of these goddamn robots. Yeah. Can yeah, tell me. Taking our jobs. Yeah. And we're just fucking fed up. And we want to know more about your group. And word on the street is y'all are having a meeting with advanced placement. And you know what? Put me in, coach. Uh, so go ahead and give me a sway roll. Yeah, and I got two dots. Roll two dice and take the higher. It's the six. All right. So you do it. All right. Here's the thing. 
we already have someone who's set up to be doing this meeting, right? So if you want to have some backup, you're going to have to bring it up with them. I can, I can hook you up. I can hook you up. But, you know, they were put into this position. Mm. You know, I said that, you know, we don't have a formal structure or anything. Right, right. And that's yeah. true. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it up with them. I'll just, I would, I know I would be really good at this. Right, right. No, but some of us are so, sort of loyal to some figures. Right, and, no, uh, I totally understand. I'm sure you've heard of Tonai Kaupo. Totally you know? have heard that name before. And he, he set up this, this meeting apparently, and he's sending a representative. And one of the Dov steps forward, crossing their fins. So, if you want to get in on the deal... You're going to have to have a conversation with the messenger Tonai has elected. Okay, I'll do it. All right, you seem trustworthy. She flashes her trustworthy smile. I can tell you the name of the person who you should be meeting with. Okay. And if you really need it, I can give you a number to contact them with. That would be so lovely. Okay, here goes. The name Uh is Chaney. Uh Uh-huh. And the number is five, 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 five. Yeah. Sixty-nine. Thank you. You're welcome. Is that is that all? Is that all you you heard about this meeting? And that's all you wanted? Yeah, I just want to be part of the front lines. Okay. Well, I want to make some changes. I'm just I'm feeling a little bit used right now. Why? You don't want to hang out later? I, I do want to hang out later. I thought if that you this don't was wanna, about if, hanging if, out. If you don't want to hang out later, No, I that's... thought this was about hanging out. Fuck you. I want to hang out. Fuck you. I do too. Fuck you. I want to hang out. I want to look at that finger. And they're just flashing their middle finger. Yeah. Every time they say fuck you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess you have a phone I call just, to make now. So like, I do. Your, your day's a little bit busier than it was. That's fine. I Phone calls don't take that long. I would love to get a drink or something. Like something yes. fucking wild let's fucking go i know like three different places crank up elkbus in the butt man and get fucking turned yes i've been dying to do that since i was born hey fuck you then fuck you fuck you it's a plan seven o'clock go so you've finished this meeting you have cheney's contact number what are you doing as you leave are you heading back to the car are you going to meet up with local before you make the call where are you going to make the call i think i'm going to make the call with everyone present just because something may happen and she would rather everyone have the information as it was said versus her give a shorthand a little bit later so she'll meet to a safe place probably the building where local is hanging out and obviously lions will be there too all right where is local hanging out during all this local Local's just been, like I said, at one of the windows sort of high up on a nearby building such that he could watch what was going down and, you know, if something were to have gone terribly wrong, he would be able to get there, but not close enough that he would be, like, visible. Okay. What kind of building is this that you're in? This is a building that is mostly for residents of the area that are getting refitted, so it's a lot of 
like mechanical work, not so much the medical side Mm -hmm. of things as it is much more about like refitting arms or legs or like repairs on robots, things like that. Perfect. We cut to everyone together. There's a couple of long panning shots basically through these rotating racks like you would find, I guess, either in a slaughterhouse or in a laundromat almost where there's all of these arms and legs and pieces of machinery like on this rotating conveyor belt that hangs them from the ceiling. So there's this sense of movement and shadow as it pans across them and between the racks of metallic parts, some of which have metal waiting still to be etched to provide them power. There are the three of you. What do you do? Well, I think we should just make this call and get it over with. We should definitely call from a communal phone. A communal phone? Okay. You don't want Cheney to have your number. Okay, yeah, good. Good point. You, you don't know how many messages Cheney has left me. Do you have a communal? Does anyone have a communal? I figured no, I, I figured it would be in the community. Yeah, I mean, you know, we passed one or two in the park uh, when we were walking by over at Copperfield. I just didn't want to make the call there right in front of your friend with the uh, very prominent profanity fingers. Well, he doesn't know. We could just go over to that coffee shop next door. I think a coffee shop is easy. Yeah, and they have communal phones usually. Yeah, okay. What kind of cafe is this that you're at it's getting on to be like late morning i think so this is one of those coffee shops that's super busy on the weekends and early but since it's kind of late morning they've slowed down from their usual rush you can see that everyone who's working there is kind of like relaxed a little bit because they know they're headed into the steady part of their day or the slower part of their day this cafe doubles as a spoken word space where a lot of people do a lot of live art so there's a small stage that's off to the side from where the register is and there are purple curtains and there's a single mic in the middle and a few guitars on each side usually Mm. when they have those nights you know people can do whatever so there's you know a few people hanging around who might be writing some pieces that they could end up performing later that night yeah there's definitely a dove sitting on a milk carton in like a crushed velvet purple jacket the hiss of the pistons slamming in my brain in my body in my bones i can feel it pumping and thumping causing me this aching feeling i can't shake it but i've got to make it another day another time another dollar another script what is it gonna be how long can i go until i fall and i trip scene like a lot of coffee shops they have like that display case that has like the foods that they offer and it's got a wide variety of moss scones there are some specialty water donuts they've got some peanut butter stuffed potatoes that's for the dove that's their favorite <laughs> yeah doves love peanut butter stuffed potatoes yeah Everyone knows that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The only thing that they like more than the peanut butter stuffed potatoes is peanut butter stuffed mussels. Okay. I'm also imagining that there's some like partitions that happen in this coffee shop that are either built out of pretty shoddy plywood that have then like textiles sort of like dropped over them. So it's got kind of that low key sort of hippie cafe Mm -hmm. vibe going on in it. So yeah, is this a place where you just go up to the counter and you order or are there Mm. waiters or? You just go up to the counter. counter. All right. Lions goes up. Can I get a, hmm, ooh, can I get a peanut butter covered, peanut butter stuffed sea donut, uh, 
Uh, Cleo, what did you want? Water. You just want water? Right, I, just want I can water. do that, man. Water. Did you want water with a caffeine shot? No. Okay, well. All right. Um, plain so water. One plain water. Fancy. Uh, can I get a water with a, ooh, an iron boost would be good. I am iron feeling boost. a little down. Uh, local. I am good. All right. Okay. All well, right. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be about 16 script, and uh, we'll get that out to you in a minute. Sweet. No. 16 script seems pretty expensive, Lions. We shouldn't come back here. It's a little pricey. I actually think that it's pretty fair priced. Um, the peanut butter stuffed anything. You know, peanut butter is expensive. That's why I have to hide it from my roommate all the time. Anyways, let's get a table over by the communal phones. And Lion like, walks all over and sticks their number on the table and then goes and puts their paws up by the communal phone counter and looks to Cleo expectantly with their tail wagging. Yeah, and this table is basically just a piece of plywood on a shoddy beam. And then there's a piece of cloth draped over it, informing you that this place does trade in fair trade beans. Good. Cleo takes the number and the phone and she just starts to dial 555-555-69. Nice. nice. So uh, give me a little bit on Cheney here, Josette. What is their deal, their general disposition? So Cheney is annoying. Like picture that one person that you knew that you tried to be friends with because no one else wanted to be mm. friends with them because they were so annoying. But you were like, no, like this person just needs a chance. They just need someone to be nice to them. And it turns out that no, that person is just annoying. And there's a reason why they have no friends. And you inevitably have to give up because they are too annoying for you. And you have tried so hard but in the end they are still cheney uh gender for cheney he cheney is a human guy also gender for cheney is a great indie movie you should all check out <laughs> so cleo right. dials the number yeah this is cheney hi cheney this is cleo yeah what's up i was i oh wait that cleo yes. you mean that cleo probably okay yeah no 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 i've been it's been so long since I mean, you probably don't know me that well, but, like, I'm a big fan of your work. Lines is just shaking their head at Cleo. That's pretty pretty insane. Uh, anyway, so... How do you mean? I just mean I, I follow the work that goes on in, in this beautiful city in which we live, and whew, you got an impressive track record. I hear you do a lot of work with Lions. How are they doing? Lions looks to local. I haven't seen them in a while, but last I heard, they were doing fine. They were They're doing, doing well. fine? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, they're making it on their own? Yeah. They're making it okay? Yep. Yeah, they're all doing better than good. That's what I last heard. <laughs> better it's been than a, good. It's been a while, yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. Anyway, wow. Lions just sits down and puts their head in their paws. What is going on if <laughs> Lions is so successful these days? I'm sure that you're doing pretty good, too. So Things are okay. Um, I actually was calling you about this meeting that you're having with some of the advanced placement. placement. Uh, I want to get in on it. I would like to be in on that meeting with Anatoly. Uh, you're, you're saying you won't get in on this meeting with Anatoly? I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why? That's that sounds crazy. I thought the advanced placements and the scrap they weren't really your scene. Well, actually, after recent events and just seeing how my city looks, I'm ready to start working with you know the scrapped. I'm all for it, and you know 
fans can vouch for me. I'm very enthusiastic. I mean, I did I did hear some stuff from, from fans. I got a text message or two. Uh, you know, a lot of those little images on my phone saying like, whoa, little dancing people. Yeah. Saying, hey, Cleo's coming. Uh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. You know, I don't really make the calls, though. I, I am working under Tonai, and Tonai sort of set up the meeting. Well, uh... You know, could you transfer me to tonight? I mean, I'm I'm doing my thing right now. You know, I'm just getting ready. I'm just oh nice. I'm what you getting ready for? You know, just just the day. You know. Okay, that's nice. You know, I was doing squats just before he called me. Oh really? Yeah. Impressive. Yeah, trying to get in shape. You know. Sure. Just do a bunch of squats all the time. That's nice. Planes. I heard that it does great things for your glutes. It does actually, but you also need to. I heard you need to flex your glutes while you're doing the squats. Otherwise, you're kind of just you're accenting the upper thigh uh, so you're not really working on the glutes you gotta you have to flex you do it yeah yep and then you squat yep squat yes squat more dramatic results okay okay i'll keep that in mind i'll keep that in mind okay but but you you want to get in touch with tonight yes tonight is a particular sort of person he he runs this as a pretty tight ship he he's the sort of close friends and associates only kind of fella but i you know i'm from out of town i haven't always been running with tonight and i found my way into his circle yeah uh tell you what you get me a meeting with lions and maybe i can i can set you up with a meeting with tonight lions just lays down on the floor on their side and looks up at cleo with their big eyes and it's like no i don't want to go cleo see the thing is i haven't talked to lions in quite some time i don't even know if i can get in contact with them what if they're busy well what can you offer me then i can offer you a meeting with my grandma lions wags their tail they like cleo's grandma everyone loves grandmama i'm sure people love grandmama but I'm I'm a I'm a busy person. I keep myself busy. You know, I'm not lonely. People people going around they're talking shit about me. They're saying I'm lonely. I'm not lonely. I keep myself busy. Okay. Okay. I keep myself real busy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I just you know I I'm willing to make time in my schedule to have a meeting with someone like Lions, but I'm not sure about Grandma. Well, I personally would make some time. You've never talked to Grandma or had any of her food. Okay. Well, well, hold on. You didn't say anything. Thing about food in this arrangement. What kind of food are you talking about? The woman's been around for over a hundred years. I'm talking any kind of food you would want. Any kind of dang food? Yes. Any kind of dang food. If you had a dream about it, like you invented it in your mind, I guarantee you she could bring that to life. Spaghetti tacos? Spaghetti I asked for that when tacos. I was eight. Best meal I've ever had in my life. Okay. Okay. I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. Let me consider this. And I think that you're going to need to make a roll. Probably sway. Yes, that would be a sway roll. I like how much Lions is like, no, and Cleo is like, no, I, I haven't talked to Lions in so long. Three. And what is your rating in sway? Two. All right, so that means you roll two six-sided dice and shake the highest yeah. number. Yes. Oh, she rolled a one and a three. All right, just wanted to say that for the listeners of the show. Ah, uh, yes. So that well, they might the understand the listeners of the, the show, I rolled a one and a three. So, things go badly. You suffer harm, a complication occurs, you end up in a desperate position, or you lose this opportunity. How does that happen from a conversation? We'll find out. All right, well, here's the thing. That sounds really, really, really good. But I'm, I'm getting most of my food needs met these days. You know, I'm from Ostal, and they got a they got a pretty good place in town. Tatlin's Buckwheat and Barley Bonanza, they serve a lot of Ostali food, and I make I make my way good enough. And I do see myself as being something of a, an amateur gastrologist. 
<laughs> in my time. You know, I got a couple of cultures going on in my house, you know, just sort of cooking up in the basement, getting ready to, to infuse them and that sort of thing. So as tempting as that is, I think that I can I can meet my own needs in that sort of sense. So I, I'm really going to need this sort of lion's connection if you want to talk to Tonai. But, uh... Well, the best that I can do is see if I can get a hold of the oh-so-busy and hard-to-reach lions. And I will talk to them about it and get back to you within a few minutes or however long it's going to take me to contact them. All right. You know what? Maybe you do that. Maybe. Maybe. I can work things out a little bit favorably for you. Maybe. Maybe we can circumvent Tonai. Maybe Tonai doesn't need to know nothing. Yeah. But do be aware that there might be a security detail at the at the location who's who's not going to know, you know, Tom from Sally in terms of who's who's a friend and who's a foe. Uh, okay. So you know you're gonna have to you okay. have to make your way in there all all smooth Santana style. You know you've heard talk about me. I've heard I've heard that you're smooth. So let's see if you can put that smoothness of yours to work. Get in touch with Lions. You know, you, you call me back, and if I haven't heard from you about 5, 10, maybe 15 minutes, I'm just going to go ahead and I'm going to give this number a ring. All right. So, you know, expect that. Okay. Sounds expect great. Expect that. All right. All right. Click. I told you you should use a communal phone. This poor coffee shop. It's going to ring for years and with years. really good hearing, I'm sure you heard what was said. And the lions just is, puts their paws over their ears. So what if we just lie? And have Cheney meet up with giants? Or I say that you are going to meet. And to the best of my knowledge, you are. But hey, you get food poisoning. You can't go. Will Cheney give us the information if I get food poisoning? I'd be down to really give myself food poisoning if it meant I didn't have to go. Cheney says that if you're able to meet with Cheney, I could meet with Anatoly. That's up to you, though. Um, however you think we should go about this, whether we slip a sly or just... I mean, you don't actually have to meet with them. Just give me a good answer that's believable to them. Ian sits down, uh, or rather sits up. And their tail is curled on the floor, and their ears are down, and 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 Lions just gives a single nod, and then goes to drink their water with Iron Boost. Uh, what's local been up to during this phone call? Local has just been sitting near Lions, and every time Lions is like, uh, he'll pat them on the head or give them a little hug. It's okay. If you get too uncomfortable, we can always stop and get rid of Cheney. Uh, at which point, an M guy from the the cafe comes rolling over. They are. Um, Does that mean if they're rolling over, is this a skate cafe? Are they on skates now? I was thinking that like the M guy just like had a plant thing that was rolly. Why like not both? Yeah. Tumbleweed on skates? Yeah, yeah. So they are basically like the Pokemon Tangela on skates. Nice. And they engage with local. So, hey, hi, hi, hi. 
it looks like you guys are new here. That's exciting. That's exciting. I haven't seen you guys around. So uh, I don't know if you know about this, but we are something of a popular spot for the artistic types of people around here. And I was wondering if you had like any sort of interest in that sort of thing, you know, maybe joining a drum circle, uh, joining uh, an open poetry night. Uh, sometimes we do other sorts of crafts, that sort of thing. Uh, I make pots. Oh, pots, pots, pots. Cool. What, out of what? Do you use like wood? Do you use metal? Do you use clay? Clay. Clay. Okay. Yeah. No, we have actually some spinning wheels here. So. Do you have metal craft? Uh, just, 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 just a little bit, but we do sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> just saying, if any of you guys are interested in artistically expressing yourselves, you know, we got some kind of community going on here. What's a drum circle? You know, people say that the tide, it, it flows through everything, you know, right? And then it pools up in certain places, and that's where magic happens. And some of us believe that through the power of deep beats uh, and the power of rhythm, that we can actually create something of a small-scale influx in the tide. And so we all gather together, and we play drums, and we really just try to feel the tide's presence inside of us. Almost in arms. Excuse me? Almost in arms, almost like in almost arms, yeah. through no, your arms. No, 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 arms. This, is, this is a peaceful thing. We do not take up arms in the drum circle. No. no. We like, do not take up arms in the drum circle. Do you not use arms to play the drums? Uh, sometimes, uh, those of us who have them, yeah. Okay. I cannot play drums with my feet, but I could play drums with my arms. Yeah, that's, okay. we were just talking yeah. appendages. Boop, 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 boop. Sorry, I've got to get this. Lions just curls up under the table and sits down and like watches Cleo pick up the communal phone. Hey, Hello. I know it's, it's you know it's starting to starting to get a little anxious, wondering when maybe you were going to be calling me back. So I figured I'd be a little bit proactive. Hopefully, I didn't interrupt another phone call of yours. No, actually, we were me and my grandma were actually just at a coffee shop, and we thought we'd give you a call. Um. So I. So this isn't your personal did, number. No, we would. I don't have a phone. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Lines right. is just like nodding subtly. Yes, yes, this is a good lie. I, I mean, like I, this lie. I, I understand the, the sort of line of work you're in. Maybe you need to keep yourself a little bit more anonymous. Well, you know, doing all those cool things all the time. You don't want anybody, anybody interrupting you. Well, it's not particularly that. It's just my family is anti cell phones. Really. You guys from the wilds or something? No, just old-fashioned. Old-fashioned. All right, all right. Now I see how it is. I get it, I get it, I get it. I get it. Uh, but yeah. did you get in touch uh, with lions? Or? Unfortunately, I didn't. I left them a phone message, and I'm hoping for a call back. But I do know that they like to hang out at a certain drum circle that happens, usually at this coffee shop that we are at called Hot Keys. Uh, oh my god, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? No. What? What? I just got... You got chills? I got chills. I do. I do. And I just got a main tortoise, main tortoise leather uh, little outfit I like to be trying on. And when I say outfit, I do mean a drum, not necessarily a piece of clothing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lions is just like wide-eyed and horror-struck, head on their paws. Been looking forward for a chance to flex these old tappers, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah, definitely. And uh, tap, 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 tap. Lions, uh, 
I've been talking to some of the people who are working here, and they said that Lions is almost here every single drum circle. That's crazy. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't imagine that they'd be the kind of person who was into that sort of thing. But you know, the more I think about it, the more I can see it. They really seem like they're sort of in tune with themselves and with the world around them. Right. Yeah. No, they were just saying, and I thought it was so crazy that Man, we the knew the I same person. Them, the more amazing they seem to get. Yeah. I uh, was talking to them, and they said that one of the fastest learners that they've had in the circle, almost shockingly fast how fast they've picked it up uh, i would believe that all right yeah do you know what time the drum circles at hold on for a second I, let me just ask the person the M guy who i was just talking to excuse me sir and she holds the mouth uh, part yeah, of the yeah, yeah, yeah. hey when did you say that drum circle was again uh 8 30 p.m on florm's day okay uh, thank you <laughs> just kidding i mean on wednesday oh okay uh wednesday sounds fine thank you 8 30 hey uh cheney i just asked yeah um, it's actually on 8.30 on Wednesdays. 8.30 on Wednesdays. Sounds great. That sounds absolutely wonderful. You know, thank God it's only Monday. I got two days. Two got days to two wait. Days. That's no time at all. It's two days. And, and do you think it might actually be better that they don't know you be there and you guys just, you know, bump into each other? No, now that I think about it. Almost like, you know what? I don't I... know, fate. They could be fate, and I, I love surprises, and I bet the lions love surprises, too. <laughs> lions is just like, I can never come back here again. Oh, surprises are so much fun. Yeah. You know, you find someone, and you're like, hey, what's been going on? And they're like, you know, what's surprising is how much I know about what you've been doing lately. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just kidding. It's been hard to come across information on lions these days. Right. I've been, I've been snooping around. Yeah. Well, uh, maybe... But I'm not lonely, if that's what you were wondering. No, I wasn't, actually. I was just thinking that now, since you know that you're going to the drum circle, it would be a good chance for you to show up as a newcomer, but you have two days to practice. I do have two days to practice, but you know what? You know what? What? I am a man of my word. Sure. And I told you that maybe we'd, maybe we'd circumvent tonight. Mm. And I think that with that, that little bit of extra, extra oomph you gave me, you know, mm. that little bit of extra inspiration, you know, Pop a surprise on lions. Yeah. Well, I can. I think I can get you into this meeting. Uh, wow, thank you. I do want you to know that it is tonight. Oh, tonight. So, you know, unfortunately, that's sometime I'm not going to have to be practicing. Right, right. No, the, you'll uh, be fine. You'll be drums. fine. At least one day is better. Yeah, yeah. no, you know, just a little better bit. Better than nothing. Right, right. Just uh, wondering for, for a question. What's, yeah. the, what's the dress code there, that cafe like? The dress code is casual. I would say wear something that you can, well, judging by what everyone's wearing here right now, just wear something that you can sit on the floor in just because you will be having your drums with you. Okay, right. Before I give you the information about yeah. this, this meeting tonight, I sure. had one more question about yeah. that dress code. Yeah. Uh, for me, nips out, yes or no? I would say no. But if it's in a shirt that might, you know, they might come out, I think that's fun. That's definitely the okay, vibe here. Yeah, I got a couple of deep cut mesh shirts. I can, I'm not I even, pop yeah, I'm thinking, occasion. yeah, you don't even need to go deep cut, just mesh. Just mesh? Just have them aligned. Oh, man, I got a couple of mesh turtlenecks I've been waiting to break out. There you go. Right. Lions is just shaking just their head. Peek the nip through the hole, and I think you'll be fine. No one's yeah, going to. Yeah, you know, pop it out. It just sort of rests on yeah. there like, hey, it's just me. Absolutely. It's, little it's old nipple. just me, little old nipple hanging in the Okay, shirt. but yeah, 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 yeah. So this meeting it is tonight. It's going to be at midnight. Oh, wow. Okay, that's past my bedtime, yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's pretty late. It is pretty late, but, you know, that's how it goes when you're having a, a meeting with folks. 
You're right. Like, you're right. Like this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's going to be happening up in the Ten Flats neighborhood. There's a uh, a satellite office for for customs. They're building up there. They're building a new way station up there, and uh, it's going to be up there on the fourth floor. There, there's going to be a lot of security, like I said. Both sides, both sides, going to have a lot of folks there just to make sure that things are all cool and to make sure that nobody comes, you know, snooping around. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, if if you make it into the meeting spot, I'll let them know what's up with you. Let them know, you know, you're you're a young upstart who's really really been proving herself, and yeah, you you have got, to who's got our our back end. And I trust that, you know, you'll have some kind of word with them because, uh, like I was saying, I don't have a phone, so you won't be able to call me back. Right, right, right. No, I know, I know. And so like I'm going said, on blind trust here. But you, you sound you like are, a very kind voice, so you are You are going on blind trust, and I'll okay. try to do right by you by that. But like I said, because I'm not going to have time to run this by tonight, and it sounds like, you know, it's better if we just circumvent that whole thing. None of the right. guards there are going to know, uh, Jack Diddley or Squat, about you. Right. So you're going to have to... You know, finagle in. Yeah, you're gonna have to finagle that. Yeah, that's okay. I'll figure it out. Yeah, I, I trust I've got you. a few hours. I trust you. You got you got a few hours. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll meet you up on the top side of the city in the Ten Flats district, just around midnight. Sounds good. So we good. can have that conversation with old Anatoly. Yeah, I'm very excited. I can't wait to express my opinions and just listen. Yeah, just open a dialogue. Yeah. Open yourself up to the rhythms of the world. Tip tap tap tap. Yep, those banging rhythms. Tippity tap 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 a All right, well, our food just got here. I'll uh, see you tonight at 12 a.m. All right, see you tonight. Bleak. So, phone call's over. You are blessedly free of Cheney for the time being, but it sounds like there's a bit of planning to do in the next 12 hours or so. So, I'm curious as to how y'all think you might want to tackle this situation and maybe where you're going to do your planning. Are you going to be finishing up with food in the cafe talking about it or? I think we should go back to base. Yeah, agreed. I think whoever has heard here what's happening on this communal phone has heard enough and doesn't need to hear, to hear like the rest of whatever we decide. Yeah, right. for sure. Mm-hmm. Just in case, caught technology set up communal phones so that they could tap them and listen in on people. Correct. Yeah, maybe. So we smash cut back to the base for the arms of the tide and what what are you guys going to be doing to get ready for this job tonight and i'm curious as to general roles and stuff that people are going to be occupying for this thing well uh lions is going to take on their typical vest that they always have their little dog harness thing uh and they're going to strap on some grenades (laughs) uh local will head up there much earlier than anyone else not only just to sort of keep an eye on things uh see who's coming in and out maybe see sort of what setup they have but also because he's not going to be able to be at the meeting mm-hmm. uh he's going to spend some time trying to find a place that is close enough that again if something goes down he can get there but he'll he'll do most of the scouting stuff first since he won't be at the meeting even if they do notice him around it's not like they'll be like hey we saw you snooping around and now you're here so he can relay information and do stuff like that perfect cleo is just gonna be chilling she plans on winging it she does kind of take most of her weapons off her person just because security doesn't know that she's gonna be there 
She hasn't decided whether or not she's just trying to sneak and slip by security or talk them into letting her in. Okay. See if she could just do or have enough name drops for them to be like, oh, sorry. Ooh, humble brag. We weren't told. Exactly. Yeah. She'll take every gun off but one. Okay. Lions is going to see if they can get a copy of the building's floor plan. So that way they can figure out where best to get in, where best to get out, and how best to stop other people from getting in or out. Okay. And during the operation, what is Lions going to be doing? I'm curious. Lions is going to go with Cleo, even though Lions really does not want to see Cheney, and it sounds like Cheney is going to be there. Cheney will for sure be there. Yeah, there's no way yeah. you're getting around this thing without Cheney. But Lions doesn't want Cleo to go in alone either. They'll put on a disguise. They're going to roll a big around. mustache. Yeah. And a trench coat. <laughs> yeah. Glasses. Lions is going to put on a large coat and a little hat that they're going to tuck their ears into. And Local is going to help them put on a metallic mustache. The metallic mustache is uh, one of the known items that exists here, normally used for helping people get over food phobias because it it changes the scent you get when Mm -hmm. you're eating. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So I think with that, it makes sense for us to jump into the engagement role. Does anybody have anything they wanted to do before the operation otherwise? Or should we jump into that? Let's just jump right in. On the condition Chanel doesn't roll it. Yeah. I will be rolling the engagement role. Okay. (laughs) So if you muck it up, it's sabotage. Yeah. All right. So let's keep track of the major advantages and disadvantages that happen in Mutants in the Night when you take on a job. You roll an engagement role to determine the sort of position that you're in when you start a job based on a bunch of factors about the nature of the job itself. So you start with one die. Now I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions and we're going to determine how many are added and subtracted. Is this operation particularly bold or daring? No. Yeah, so you do not take a die from that. Is this operation overly complex or contingent on many factors? No. No. So neutral on that. Does the plan's detail expose a vulnerability of the target or hit them where they're weakest? Yes. No. I'm getting floor plans. No. We're just listening in on the information. Yeah. Is the target strongest against this approach or do they have particular defenses or special preparations? I am going to say they have a bunch of security that that you don't really have a way around. Okay. Mm -hmm. And like they're staking out the the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's a fortified position, so that's minus one die. Can any of your friends or contacts provide aid or insight for this operation? Yeah, they we actually already. already have, yeah. Yep. So that's plus one D. Are any enemies or rivals interfering in this operation? No. Yes. <laughs> no. They're not interfering, they're helping. Yeah. The keyword is interfere. Cheney is definitely helping. Cheney's uh, already helped. Cheney's letting you be there, and there's also advanced placements. That's true. So they cancel each other out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you only have one die right now, so I guess that'll be evened out. Like, I won't make you take the minus one. Are there any other elements you might want to consider? We have uh, the four plans, which should be an advantage. Cleo will have the, the names and the scouting beforehand. That sounds like three advantages to me. So <laughs> We're very prepared. And also I have bombs strapped to my vest. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. The engagement role assumes the PCs are approaching the target as intelligently as they can, given the plan and detail they provided. But 
maybe there's a situation in the district that makes the operation more or less tricky, yada, yada, yada. Uh, I will give you guys uh, a general plus one for, for some of that other preparation. I would love two whole dice. This is your engagement roll. So you got a five. On a four or a five, you have a mixed result. You're in a risky position when the action starts. So we're going to cut to the action that results because of the initial approach, the first serious obstacle in your path. So I think a big part of that lies on the approach that Cleo and Lions are taking to get in. I'm going to say that nothing went off during locals sort of probing mm-hmm. and set up, especially because that was a few hours before the actual operation started. Yeah. So it seems to me like your first potential stumbling block here is going to be in dealing with the guards. Mm-hmm. Would you rather like sneak in or just I mean, coax our way in? I am probably about as sneaky as you because I think that's finesse. And so we could sneak. Or prowl. I don't it's definitely prowl because oh, that's an actual skill uh well never mind then uh we should probably just attempt to talk our way in and deal with how badly that goes we'll just go through the front door and we'll do the old uh charm and alarm so cleo is going to use echo stream and she's going to start this right before everyone splits up and basically echo stream is when you can create a stream uh between your members of your crew allowing the group to hear each other from a far off distance, just so they can stay connected with one another and local can hear if he is needed or if Lions is kind of panicking or if something goes off in their head as a warning, especially by the nature of the situation where we're doing more listening than talking. Someone might pick up on something that, you know, somebody else might not have caught and might be some kind of red flag. So basically what it looks like is Cleo takes her fingers and puts them in like her hands into a praying position and rubs them together almost like she's rolling something in between and she puts them her hands over where local hears and then over lion's ears and over her own ears and they can all listen to each other it's different every time but this time that's what her ability told her to do all right it is deep midnight we see an overview of the building like an over-the-top sort of view from over local shoulder who is tucked away in such a way that he has a, a good eye on the building there are folks crawling all over the place different members of the different organizations who have various equipment most of them have melee equipment that's pretty popular in ao just by virtue of the things that you can do with the surface area of metal on something like a big old sword or a hammer or something it allows for a little bit of extra oomph but there are some folk carrying sidearms that sort of thing local has through the echo stream relayed as many of these locations to you as possible and Knowing your knowledge of the floor plans, it looks like just about every conceivable entrance is being covered by guards, be that from the scrapped, be that from advanced placements, or a mixture of the two. So what's your approach? Like, where are you sort of hitting this first point of engagement? We're going to target a place where some of the advanced placement people are and as they're walking up lions is going to look to cleo and say are we doing blowing kisses no (laughs) i think as we are here as guests we should probably just stick under the pretense that we were just invited here and talk our way in darn i really like blowing kisses well we might have to blow our kisses to get out 
possibly it it's still a you know possibility okay i appreciate it's on the table Let's it go. is definitely on the table <laughs> so you approach this guard and there is this person here with a pretty hefty axe in their arms they are an m guy who sort of has the whole thing wrapped pretty sturdily into their arms it's almost an extension of themselves hey who are you what are you doing here hi my name is cleo and i'm here on behalf of the scrapped um i'm here for the meeting that's happening a little bit later with anatoly yeah okay i only heard that we were getting one contact coming in that so this sounds like news to me uh so they had a feeling that they might say this, but I was actually talking to Cheney, and they said that they didn't have enough time to let Tanai know, and that he was hoping that maybe you guys would just let us in a little bit early. That way we could make the meeting on time. But they did let us know of the location and the exact time. Okay, okay. Uh, so I just want to be sure. Yes. You know, things are, are how they are. Mm-hmm. Um, you just go ahead and give me the room number. That you're going to be meeting in? Uh, Cheney did tell me it was on the fourth floor in room 81. Okay, okay. So go ahead and give me a sway roll. If you would like, you can push yourself. You can push it to the limit. Sure, I'll push myself. So you can take a point of stress and roll an extra die. The highest was a three. So, just like with Cheney, things go badly. Mm-hmm. You suffer harm, a complication occurs, you end up in a desperate position, or you lose this opportunity. Uh, okay. So, here's the thing. 81 isn't it. There was some changes, and if you're not aware of those changes, that leaves me a little bit curious. And they reach up to the side of their head. They don't have ears, but they have basically a metallic stud that is Mm -hmm. popping out of the side of their head, and they tap it, and there's like a sort of faint bluish-purple glow that rustles through it, as they say pretty directly. Uh, we've got a little bit of a situation here at Southside Entrance 2. Some people here are saying that they are representatives of the scraps, but they don't know the precise location of the meeting room. Could be a security breach. As soon as this guard is not looking, Cleo is actually going to use Rupture and briefly replace the hearing of this individual in this case with a brief moment of vertigo confusion and intense pain okay so how much does that cost on your flare clock one flare Alrighty, and it doesn't have any role associated with it no what are you going to do with the opening that this makes the guard goes and they put their hand out against the wall and steady themselves as they're sort of overcome by this she's actually just gonna sweep them into her arms and just lay them on their side the best she can do when you're when you have vertigo the best thing to do is lay down they just weren't participating in believing the lies that she was trying to tell so she had to do this but she didn't feel the need that they needed to have any kind of injury but this is the best temporary pain that they could endure just so she can get in okay the stud on his ear goes from that sort of blue purple to a sort of intense violent red orange color as he keels over and like stumbles toward the door and you set him off to the side Mm -hmm. and clear the door you can hear the footsteps of the oncoming patrols who are responding to the call Mm -hmm. the inside of the building itself is a lot of wood and metal superstructure the metal in here is in the process of being etched to get power flowing through to the different parts of the facility when it's up and running Mm -hmm. 
there are a couple of hallways, presumably, you know, the floor plan because of lions and where the stairs and stuff are. It's also still pretty open down here. So that it's more going to be like ladders than stairs proper. Mm -hmm. But what do you do as you enter and you can hear people coming i mentally tell lions that we need to walk briskly so not necessarily fast and loud but like a very fast walk while still remaining quiet because we can use like as they're approaching and they don't hear footsteps running you know they're not gonna immediately go to where the footsteps are running and maybe continue to go check out the guard who has made the call and towards the location is lions leading or have they like explained to everyone like where we're going right off the bat lions is probably leading just because they did study the floor plan Mm -hmm. um and know how to get around so yeah lions is leading at a brisk pace (laughs) up to the fourth floor all right do either of you have prowl nope well this is definitely a prowl roll because you are moving skillfully and quietly uh so take two and take the lowest unless you want to push yourself push yourself i'm just gonna wing it and see I mean, I got a six and I got a two, which is sad, but I probably would have only gotten a two if I didn't push myself, so. All right, so that's a two on the roll? Yes. What happens is you're climbing up one of these sort of shoddy construction ladders. Uh, Lions is leading the way and Cleo comes up behind and there's something about the construction of this thing that one of the empty gun holsters on Cleo's leg catches the side of the ladder and sends it clattering down toward the floor below. So the way down is pretty much inaccessible from this part. And the clattering is alerting more guards, including them up here on the second floor where you're at. And the nearest ladder is clear on the other side of this floor. The footsteps are clattering and you hear a curt shout. I'm going to need you to stop right where you are. Thank you so much for listening to Arms of the Tide. If you'd like more information about the show, please feel free to follow us on Twitter at Arms of the Tide. Mutants in the Night is a game by DC, and you can purchase it and DC's other games at dungeoncommander.itch.io. That's Commander without the R. Our theme music is by Aaron Catano Saez, and our logo is by Alex Marin. Arms of the Tide is a member of the One Shot Podcast Network. If you're looking for more shows from the network, check out Adventure. Adventure is an actual play podcast that focuses on the fun of fan fiction and is set in your favorite fictional universes. Join host Pranks Paul as he takes a variety of guests through self-contained stories featuring Harry Potter, Pokemon, Animorphs, and other favorites. 